0: It's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about things we, we actually like
1: about today, about modern times.
0: We spend a bit of time on this podcast occasionally talking about how great the 80s and 90s are and how you know modern era sucks in many ways and stuff like that. No, we're not wrong. <laughs> we feel like we should have a positive episode and say something good about the world we currently live in. Yeah, cuz
1: not everything about the 80s and 90s was good. And not everything about today is bad compared to the 80s and 90s. Just most of it. But there's exactly. still <laughs> there's still some good shit, right? <laughs> about exactly. today. We're not cro- we're not that crotchety but yet.
0: Give it a couple more years.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you want to you want to kick us off with some of the things you like about modern times?
0: yeah so one big one that i really like about modern times is long distance communication back in the day even just a call to the other side of the state would have been a long distance phone call and would have ran up a bill and now i'm currently in seattle my wife's currently in london yet we're able to message each other back and forth we're able to do zoom calls skype calls messenger calls whatsapp calls all that kind of stuff for no money and have like a face-to-face conversation online. Uh, the fact that you and I are in different locations recording this podcast because of modern communication, uh, which is fantastic. In compared to the old days where you'd write a letter, hope that the post office delivered it, person would write the letter back. And, you know, that was kind of cool writing letters. There's certain nostalgic aspect of that. But, yeah, communication, the fact that I can actually have a conversation with my wife and not worry about how much that's going to cost me. Well, yeah, because
1: back in the eighties and nineties, it would have cost you a buttload of money. Yeah. (laughs) Long distance calling was like expensive, dude. So you could have called her, but you'd have been like, Hey, honey, just calling you to let you know. I
0: love you. Bye. Exactly.
1: (laughs) That cost me like 20 bucks.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Especially for an international call and all that. Yeah. It would have been a complete pain. remember you had like long distance calling cards and you'd have to like, when you change your phone plan, it'd be like, well, which long distance plan do you want? And all this kind of stuff. And yeah, it was total pain.
1: Yeah. And you, and you had to dial area codes only mm-hmm. when you were calling long distance. Remember back then? Yeah. Eight, six, seven, five, three Oh nine was just that. And you didn't have to, cause she was a local girl. Jenny was local, right? She wasn't long distance. So you didn't need the four, two, five, eight, six, seven, five, three Oh nine. Right.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um, and it's like free, yeah, that's the thing, it's free. There's no extra cost for it. You can talk to anyone fantastic. in the
1: world like face to face for free. That is for cool. Free. Yeah,
0: it's pretty amazing.
1: Mine's kind of similar because it has to do with technology and it's the availability of products and services, aka e-commerce. And I like e-commerce so much that I actually work in it for a living, right? So there's there's some different branches that I dig. First, you can get anything like I needed like this step thing, like to, to stand on while you're painting and you put it on the stairs and I went to Home Depot. They don't have it. Okay, fine. Go to Amazon. Boom. They sent it to me. My, my son's doing cross country. I go over to Dick's Sporting Goods. We need some cross country running shoes. They're like, we don't have any. And they're like, well, you know, fuck you. Like you don't get any. <laughs> and, they don't, and they don't even say, hey, maybe we can order some for you. They're just like, yeah, we're out. You're hosed. Well, I guess I'm going to Amazon again. Like I can get anything now. Remember back in the eighties, nineties, like your mom needed something. So she went to the store and they don't have it. So maybe they call a bunch of other stores and they don't have it. She might have to go to a whole other metropolitan area to get it. It was hard to get shit back then. Right. (laughs) You couldn't just get something. Now you can just get something. The
0: yellow pages, baby. Yeah. You You got to sort through the yellow pages in order to find stuff.
1: It was hard to get stuff, man. The struggle was real, and and then there's stuff like like food delivery. Like I can just order Chipotle and someone will bring it to me. I don't even have to leave my house. That's awesome. I don't that's not such a good thing man. either. Let's get some Big Mac and some fries, and the guy will just bring it to me. and He won't even knock on the door. He'll just. Just put it on there. I don't even have to see them. It's just magically appears. My 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 McDonald's meal just appears on my doorstep. I don't even have to leave. But if I do want to leave, I can call like a rideshare, or not even call. Just like set up a rideshare like Uber or Lyft, and I don't even have to have a car. Some someone will show up. And if you're in the middle of kind of somewhere and you're you're kind of trapped, like in the eighties and nineties, you had to have a like like you got to call a taxi, like some licensed bonded taxi, and they may or may not be in the area. And they're just kind of hosed, man. You had to have
0: access to a phone in order to do that.
1: I know. Right. And just the enablement like to small business. So, you know, the wine bar helped build their website and they used to have to take calls to get in credit card information to, to, to sell tickets to their events and now you just go. Oh, I, I built their website. You just go on it. You pay for it, and it generates a, a guest list, and that's it. It's so easy. And even stuff like on-demand viewing—that's that's another form of e-commerce. Like I don't have to wait till on Thursday at seven o'clock to watch Star Trek: The Next Generation. I can go to the Pluto TV Star Trek channel and just watch Star Trek
0: twenty-four hours a day. <laughs> That's rad. I could sit at home in my chair. I can watch Star Trek all day. I can have food delivered to my house. So I don't even have to get up to go get food. I could have anything delivered to my house.
1: I go to Amazon. If I want, if I want like 10 Rubik's cubes, I can have that delivered to me. Um,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're talking positives, so I won't um, comment adversarially on that one. <laughs> you, you comment all you want. That's the shit. I love it. <laughs> but it is true because it's funny because you 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 go to stores and they're out of something that you want. And you're like, look, I tried to go to a local store and give them my money. I tried, and Yeah, they're like, Amazon and e-commerce is forcing us out of business. No, you're forcing yourself out of business because you don't have the stuff I want.
1: Right, they're exploiting your lack of availability and your shitty service is what they're doing. And I try, dude, I try to, I'm here in Issaquah, I try to shop local, but they don't have the stuff. And moreover, they don't even try to get it for you. Like if I had a store and I didn't have it, I'd be like, hey, Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll order it for you. Like, come back to me. They're just like, no, I don't have it. Piss off.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I tried. I think that's one of the reasons why Best Buy has managed to, to stay in business against some of the e-commerce businesses, because they'll do that. You can go to their Best Buy website, order it, have it delivered to your house or the local Best Buy so that way you can go pick it up at the Best Buy. and You don't have to worry about some, you know, door thief stealing your stuff off your door, which is kind of And cool. they
1: also they also have services there, physical services like Geek Squad, or if you want your stereo or car alarm, anything for your car, you can bring it there too. And you can't do that e-commerce wise. So good job, Best Buy.
0: There you go. Shout out to Best Buy. So if you want to sponsor us, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the 80s and 90s.com, just hit the contact us and sponsor, sponsor by Best Buy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, my next one is fashion. I've, commented numerous times on this show about 80s fashion sucking with the like shoulder pads and the neon and the big hair and the like just just awful and the 90s fashion is almost as bad with the neon bright pinks and oranges shirts or the I remember the baggy jeans that guys were wearing in the 90s that like hung down to their knees they had to like pull their pants up if they wanted to run across the street it's ridiculous. So uh, fashion is so much better now. And like, even like court office work, right. You know, you might still need to wear a suit or whatever, but you can show up in jeans and a t-shirt if you want to, if you actually go into an office anymore at all, you could argue that maybe it's gotten a bit too casual nowadays. Cause when I go to like the theater, like a live theater, not a movie theater, but a live show. And I see somebody in their sweats and a t-shirt, I get kind of pissed about it. I'm like, you know, put on some slacks and a nice shirt at least. But uh, the fact that you can pretty dress pretty casually nowadays, I think the collar palettes are better. You know, it's just it's a more casual, relaxed, and less douchey looking wardrobe that we wear nowadays. Uh, I, I I get it,
1: but you know how I feel about. It. I think there's just a general lack of fashion. Maybe that's what you like.
0: But you I, can walk. I, you I, can kind I of won't anything. say anything
1: about. It. We're being positive. You We're not going to fight positive, here. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, you can also kind of wear whatever you want nowadays and not really be judged for it as much anymore either. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I remember back
1: in the day where you had to have at least some kind of cool sneakers, tennis shoes, whatever you want to call them, basketball shoes. And then if you didn't, you were shunned. Now, I have like kids nowadays, they don't give a shit. Now they don't care. My next one <laughs> this is kind of an interesting one female wrestlers. <laughs> so I was chatting with the cashier at Safeway and, and I was telling him about yeah, back in the 80s with Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior and Roddy Roddy Piper. And we had some we had a really cool wrestling culture back in the 80s. And he's like, Yeah, but I'm still a fan of like wrestling today, and it's still around. I'm like, really? And he and he tells me, Yeah, and, and there's there's chicks, and I'm like, Yeah, I know they're like the girlfriends who cause a lot of like drama and stuff with the wrestlers. He's like, no dude, you don't get it. Like they are the wrestlers. I was like, what? So I I tuned into like modern, like, I think it's WWE now. And they do, they have these cool, beautiful, badass chicks and they're wrestlers and they're doing all the moves and the the pile drivers and they're, and they're in the ring just wrestling, just like the dudes. And I, I don't know. I just think that's pretty cool because they're pretty badass. Um, and I wouldn't have thought back in like the eighties, nineties that they they were just kind of the girlfriends who caused drama. But I would never have thought they would actually be in the ring doing all these crazy, crazy stunts. But they are, and it's pretty awesome. So I, I think that's cool that w- women became wrestlers too, and they're they're kind of badass and they got their own characters and personas i kind of i kind of dig it i don't know why i put that on my list that's just one thing i thought that was better than i think it's better than old school wrestling because it's like kind of inclusive i guess i don't know
0: okay. plus they're hot dude <laughs> they're hot and badass <laughs> that's rad i haven't seen wrestling in so long should i'm check gonna it have out, to take dude. take your they got chicks, too. They're, 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 they're hot but they're badass so do the girls fight the guys as well or is it just girl on girl guy From on what guy i've
1: seen it's the the women fight each other but i think i i don't know this may have happened they look capable of doing the stunts with the guys they, they mm. they're pretty strong they look like they could so the ones i i saw they they don't but i think that they probably could because they're pretty badass they're like xena warrior princess chicks man they're they're just out there like kicking ass <laughs> i think that's cool <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, fully support it, which kind yeah, of actually leads to my next one, and it's equality for minorities. So, gay marriage, for example, right—the fact that gays and lesbians can get married and that kind of stuff now, to whereas in the eighties and nineties they couldn't. To where, like, even globally, like in Ireland, where where I was living, they voted and legalized gay marriage. There and you know wasn't didn't even require the government to pass the law, so that kind of stuff globally is getting a lot better in around the world. Uh, Women's pay is getting better. Like you and a guy I've worked in tech. I mean, I've probably had more female managers than I've had male managers, at least as many. Yeah, and that's in uh, in tech, right? So so certainly it's not parodied, but it's certainly a lot better Uh, in the entertainment industry. I see it where the auditions, they don't want somebody to act as if they have down syndrome. They want a person who actually has down syndrome, or they don't want a person to act as if they're in a wheelchair. They want a person who's actually in a wheelchair or,
1: or uh, they don't want to have person who like, they got to like try to dress up as an Asian, make them look like Asian. They actually hire real Asians now. <laughs> that's something they didn't do much of in the eighties, and nineties, unless you were a bad guy, you need Rambo needed someone to blow up. Then they'd hire you,
0: but <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'd play the bad guy or like the stereotypical, like sounding, asian that kind of stuff now uh you don't really have to deal with that um you see shows castings wise they're much more diverse writers even writers rooms i know uh, in in the entertainment industry even the writers rooms and behind the scenes they're they have a real push to hire for diversity and stuff like that, which, which is great. I mean, it sucks as a white male actor being like, Hey, I can pretend I'm gay. Hey, I can, you know, pretend you have to actually be gay, dude. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like I can pretend I'm an actor. I can, I can, I can act like I'm, which, you know, so there's an argument, of course, on the other side of it is acting is playing those roles, but I'm not going to get into that portion of the argument because we're positive. And I think in general, I do think it's a good thing that a lot of areas are really much more progressive and open. Um, You know, you can openly be gay at work now where in the 80s, you wouldn't want to do that. You could openly be be a gay kid in school. Like, can you imagine being in like, you know, high school when we were in high school, like the openly gay kid, he would have been, made fun of yeah where i went to school i don't know about you or they just kind of suppressed
1: things like i was in the military during the the clinton years and it was don't the policy was don't ask don't tell Uh which was kind of strange because we we knew who the gay sailors were and it's not like (laughs) because they're in the navy come on (laughs) no it's but it's like it's not like i mean they were it's not like they're going around like trying to pick up on us they were our shipmates right so it's yeah. it was kind of a dumb policy anyway i don't know yeah i i agree with you inclusivity in general is pretty pretty high like my son in high school it's different they don't have as many cliques i guess like they're pretty accepting of each other which is kind of nice and and even like the popular kids aren't like the the group you want to be in they're just kind of another group and that's cool, but whatever. Um, they're pretty, I mean, sometimes I think it's kind of overboard, but I don't know. I think including people and not discluding them is better because everybody should come to the party and just be accepted for who they are.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not where it could be or should be or, you know, any of that kind of stuff, but it's certainly better.
1: Yeah. So my my next one is, what I like today is like, I guess I, I, advertising like reasonable advertising and what I mean by that is back in the day you only you had TV and you had to watch the ads and the ads were long and that's it right and then they had ads everywhere they had camels trying to peddle cigarettes to kids and it's just oh no, but Joe the camel was cool man he was Joe, Joe cool the camel was cool. Just that, but you you were kind of hostage to it. Like you can't, you couldn't quite get away from it, um, like you can today. And now I think people are very impatient with advertisers, and they have to really be concise, and they can't go too long, right? So one might say, well, the web, the web pages, and all this, all these pop-ups and ads everywhere. And that's true, but you could just choose to leave that website like this too. I Sometimes I do. I'll be on a website and about all this shit. And I'll be like, close out. You know what I mean? We were watching that movie the other day on Tubi. And every once in a while, they'd say, hey, an ad break's coming up. And then they have, what, maybe two ads. And then you go back to the movie because they know if any more than that, you might just turn the damn thing off. So I, I like that because... I can ignore advertising if I want to, whereas back in the day it's it was hard to ignore advertising. you were you were hostage to advertising and now advertisers have to come up with creative or entertaining ways to advertise to you and they can't do it for too long. Um, so it's forcing them to be be better and it's saving my
0: time and giving me choice not to see their shit, which I did. Yeah, that's an interesting argument. I never really thought about cuz but you're right. I guess especially 80s ads with like commercials were really in your face and like mm-hmm. catchy, but some of them were fun. Remember the Rainier beer guy? He was like a can and he would run across the street like, you know, like an animal and people would be chasing <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Rainier beer guy. He was cool.
1: Yeah, I It was fun, but here's the thing. If I, I'm watching my TV show, and I kind of, and then it stops and I, and the ads come on and I can go get something a year or whatever, but I, I can't skip it. You can skip ads on YouTube now. If they don't pay enough, they have a little skip ad there, skip your ass, bye. Um, so if you don't catch my attention or entertain me, then I can skip you. Whereas I was like, I had to, those ads on TV for my show, they were there, whether I liked it or not, I could turn it off or whatever, but then that's it. That's all I can do. There's ads everywhere. Um, and now there's ads everywhere, but I can ignore them if I want to pretty easily. And they're not as, they, they have to be fast now because people are just impatient. Um,
0: But I think that's a good impatience.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. I think that's
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. My next one here is microbreweries. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, I actually looked this up a little bit. So in 1990, there were roughly 250 microbreweries in 2021. There were over 9,000 microbreweries, so just a massive increase in the number of microbreweries. So back in the 80s, you drank Bud, Bud Light, Coors, you know, which you still can. Coors Banquet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Schlitz. Schlitz. <laughs> Schlitz. Schultz. 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 Schlitz. Miller High Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you kind of had all your domestic beers, which are fine, I guess, if that's your thing. But for beer stumps like myself, you can go down to your local bar and have a row of taps with all these microbreweries on them. And then you can have your IPAs, your pale ales, your browns, your, you know, pilsners, ambers, ambers exactly. There's a big variety. Uh, most of, A lot of the microbreweries are independently owned so versus some big conglomerate like uh, Budweiser or whatever. Uh, not that I have a problem with Budweiser because I own stock in Budweiser, so everybody needs to go out and drink Budweiser beer. But yeah, just in general, like the fact that we have so many options in regards to our micro brews with such uh, a good, delicious tasting variety. And a lot of them are um, locally available.
1: Yeah, and it's delicious. I'm from Portland, so we we kind of maybe even started the whole thing, really. I I, I might be wrong about that, but. It's kind of like, even back in the day, it was craft beer central and it is good. You get a variety and it's local and it's delicious. I agree. Yeah. Now it's, it's almost like a normal thing, like micro brews and craft brew is a normal thing. Whereas back in the day, it was like, Ooh, that's is expensive. Cause, and because, and it's new, it's like, Ooh, that that's a craft beer. What locally produced. What? that's crazy. Yeah. And you couldn't get it. it You couldn't even get it in bottles, man. You had to go
0: to like a, like a high end bar or something. Now it's just kind of normal. Totally. And same even at the grocery store, right? You go to the store, you've got a nice little selection of uh, beers to choose from versus just kind of the big ones.
1: Yeah. So my last one, it kind of ties into some of the other things we're talking about, but I'll say it specifically and that's podcasting so I didn't even know about podcasting until you told me about it, but now I totally dig it. Um, and why I dig it is, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, you, you couldn't have, you had radio shows and you had to be famous and funded to have a radio show. And that's the only way you could get your show out there is if you were, you know, funded by the corporate man and, and produced professionally. Right. And if, if you try to do something different like Christian Slater did in that movie where he was like hijacking the airwaves and spreading all his, his kind of t- teenage like subversion message and the cops were all looking for him because he's hijacking the airwaves with his radical ideas, like that was hard to do. You had to be a hacker in order to get your voice out there, right? But now, I mean there's probably a trillion podcasts out there and everybody's speaking into their own wall, but at least you can get your voice out there. If you want to have a show about the eighties and nineties with pretty low barriers to entry, you can just start a, a like a radio show about the eighties and nineties and some people will listen to it and you kind of create a little community of people who like the eighties and nineties. So you, whatever is your thing, you can make a podcast about it. You can have your own radio show. You don't have to be Howard Stern or whatever. You just get a microphone and that's it and go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's cool.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right on that one. I am, I'm a fan of podcasts. I've been listening to them for years. I've got a dozen of them on my phone that I regularly listen to. Um, And yeah, the fact that we were able to set this podcast up with, you know, minimum cost and minimum effort and, you know, produce a pretty decent quality podcast, I think, uh, is amazing that we would not have been able to do back in the day. Nope. Not without the the FCC on our ass. Yeah. we be like, you guys just swore, canceled. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and it's funny because now there's all kinds of crazy stuff on the air, airwaves, so to speak. But back in the day, it was like, Oh, I, like I,
0: I forgot what the name of that movie was with Christian Slater. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about, but I can't remember the name. Yeah, of it either. but
1: but he it was like a big deal that he got on the airwaves and hijacked a radio like airwave and was sp- all these ideas he was spreading illegally because <laughs> he's not supposed to be on that airwave. Now it's so tame compared to all the wacky shit that's out there today. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's a good
0: one. All right, listeners, that was our list for eight items that we think are better today than they were back in the day. If you have a few that you want to call out, you can always shoot a message up to us on our website, the 80 90scom You can reach us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the80sand90s.com. Shoot us a message there. Let us know what you think or leave a comment and a review to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Do it. And with that, we will say we are out of here, like international calling plans available for the low, low rates of 99 cents per minute.